This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. You shouldn't settle for just any old pair of leggings. You deserve something better, something designed with you in mind. Like the new Inspire leggings by Kalia. Their most versatile collection yet, made for any workout. They're lightweight, buttery soft, breathable, and made with lycra adaptive fiber, which molds to your body for a barely there supportive fit. It's perfect for wherever your wellness routine takes you. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Hello and welcome to Smart TV with me, Kellyanne Taylor, and of course, the incredible, the wonderful Caroline Frost. Steady on, old girl. (laughs) Thank you. And hello. Caroline, we've got dramas this week. We've got a coming of age show that no one should miss. We've also got a radio recommendation, thanks to a listener. So kick us off with Sixth Commandment. That was what we were going to do our homework on last week. Oh, good. Well, I hope you have done your homework. It has had stonkingly good reviews. So it's all available on the iPlayer. It's a six-parter in total. So this is from the pen of Sarah Phelps, who is a wonderful writer. You may know her for Agatha Christie adaptations. She's a very humane writer. She also wrote The Duchess of Argyle, the very British scandal, the story of the Duchess of Argyle in the 60s. So we know that she can write uh, adaptations of historical, real life and fictional stories. Sixth Commandment, something completely different. This is the real life story of how this gentleman, Ben Field, infiltrated himself into the lives of, well, at least two that we know of, elderly, vulnerable, isolated pensioners and set about basically stealing their money. And in one case, well, it didn't end well. In another case, ended slightly more happily in that her family sensed what was going on. I don't want to say too much because I really want people to to really just sit down. It's a challenging watch. Timothy Spall is fantastic. But what really jumps off the screen is his vulnerability, is the isolation of a well-meaning, closeted pensioner who is just ripe for exploitation at the hands of a very merciless individual. So, Timothy Spall, all the awards, please. But uh, sit back, I tell you, not an easy watch, but worthwhile. So that's Sixth Commandment, and you can catch that on BBC iPlayer. What other drama do you come offering? Well, this is something slightly different. So this is called Wolf, and this is what you know I call the flagship slot, the 9pm. Not <laughs> Sunday, though. Not the real flagship. Ooh, the, B, the B-League flagship. The Yes. Uh, <laughs> Tuesday, 9pm, Wolf. Again, don't want to give too much away. At its centre, the lovely and authoritative voice of Juliet Stevenson as a lady who you think it's a sort of, it's like a Midsummer murder setting, beautiful big house in the country, husband unwell on the sofa, daughter who's having a few problems, she's in the house as well, and then weird things start happening. So they are adapted from the the Jack Caffrey novels, and we have a, a lovely new actor who I've not seen much of, although I, I see that there are a few entries on the old IMDb. This is Yukwele Roach, and he plays 
plays the central character. I said, are you Wolf? And he said, mm, it's open to interpretation. <laughs> so go away, watch and interpret and let us know who you think Wolf actually refers to. So that's Tuesday night, 9pm BBC One, kicking off Wolf. So I have a return of the coming of age drama that really turned head. So this is Heartstopper. Uh, mm. It's out on Thursday on Netflix. It's series two. So you have enough time to go back and binge watch series one. It was one of those series that really caught public attention. So mm -hmm. when it first came out, when the cast was announced, so it was originally an online comic book kind of series and written by Alice Osman. And it had a really, really loyal fan base. So when series one and information started coming out about it, the two lead roles played by Joe Locke and Kit Connor, they instantly became overnight stars. And what's happened is, I think because it's had so much hype, it's infected everyone else around them in this really, really wholesome and enjoyable way. So it effectively follows these two teenagers at school who fall in love with each other. It is the kind of show that restores your faith in humanity. I mean, we had people like Stephen Fry when I spoke to him on the Radio Times podcast previously talking about how he wishes he'd had a show like that when he was growing up. So I think it's a show for everyone. It's not just for young people. It's something that will pull on your heartstrings. It will take you back to that time. It will take you back to first love. But also I think it is proving that we're moving in a way as a society into something that is more positive for everyone. And a show that is about inclusivity and LGBTQ love has had such an impact and such uh, press and following is is only a good thing, I think. Mm -hmm. So that is Heartstopper. It's coming out on Thursday on Netflix and you can catch series one now. I have a question about it. I've not seen it, but mm. uh, I, as you say, everyone's talking about it. Is it funny or is it very serious? I know it's no. a bit positive and important. Does it have funny bones as well? It, it definitely does. I'm glad you asked that because it's not... Um, I think that's one of the things that people have been speaking about is often LGBTQ plus representation on screen can be uh, a little bit morbid. It can be upsetting. It can often be harrowing topics. You know, think no further than uh, it's a sin. You know, that was amazing, but it's really heavy watching. This is a story that is at its core funny, it's warm, it's humorous. It captures all the awkwardness of being a teenager with that hint of comedy that we all need. And it's a lightness to LGBTQ love stories, which oh. is really nice. Lovely. Great. So, me and Caroline are thrilled because we had a listener write in this week. So, this was from Louise who said, Dear podcasters, hello, hello. Hi. I enjoy the podcast and the fact that it isn't too long helps. Thank you. We tried to keep it succinct. <laughs> Brevity is king. <laughs> As it is a Radio Times podcast with the emphasis on the word radio, it would be nice if you could occasionally mention something on the radio. For instance, this week I'm enjoying the Banksy show on Radio 4. I would imagine that quite a few people would be interested in learning a bit about the street artist. So that is from Louise via email. Absolutely agree. That's a brilliant idea. So she's recommending... The Banksy Show on Radio 4. And so for you this week, Louise, I have The Kitchen Cabinet, which is returning for its 41st series this Saturday, 10.30am on Radio 4. This episode of the show comes from Henley on Thames in Oxfordshire. And among the panellists is Tom Kerridge, who everyone knows as a gastropub owner. He's a 
always on our screens, it seems, talking about Pub Grub, and he seems absolutely wonderful. He is joining host Jay Rayner, who the reason why I think that is going to be a real treat is because neither of them ever seem at a loss for words. So it's it's a format that's been going for years and I think will be a lovely treat or a snack first thing on a Saturday morning. So that's at 10.30, The Kitchen Cabinet on Radio 4. Now, Caroline, back over to you for Factual. A bit of factual, yes. These are the greens, I think. The drama's the pudding, factual is the greens. I have for you our guy in Colombia. So the guy in the title is Guy Martin. He of the Arosity sideburns and motorbike, often to be found in the Isle of Man, still works on the trucks, even though he's a bona fide TV star. The day job is mending haulage trucks and he loves it and he's not giving it up so he gets points for that I think keeping it real in this case though he's off to Colombia to investigate the realities of uh, well some of the corruption exactly what's going on why uh, man covers are being stolen in the street all sorts of things he's charming he's curious he's got a kind of wide-eyed innocence about him which seems to pull people into his confidence and he gets extraordinary revealing interviews as a result. So this is Guy Martin in Colombia. He is on Channel 4 at 9pm on Sunday night. Amazing. Now we get a little bit musical, do we not? Oh, don't we always? I think the BBC have realised that they're onto a good thing with these music nights on Saturday nights. It used to be on BBC Four, now they've moved it to BBC Two. This is Blur. So fresh from triumphant Wembley Stadium reunion gig. It does seem as though these 90s bands can do no wrong at the moment. I think they'll probably, um, let me see, should I put some money on having a pulp night at some point in the not too distant <laughs> future? In this case, we have Blur. Uh, it's kicked off 8.25 BBC Two on Saturday nights. It's, it goes back to the days in the 90s, the very early 90s, when these very fresh-faced things uh, were starting out with appearances on, do you remember it, children's telly on a Saturday morning? That's where pop stars went to be born. Um, So it's got a bunch of that, a concert, the highlights of their Glastonbury 2009 triumph. It's a walk down memory lane. If you're a Blur fan, you need no convincing. If you're not a Blur fan, I suggest tune in and uh, see how many tunes you recognise. You might be surprised. Amazing. That sounds incredible. And I also have a little bit of something. It's not a factual, but for those at home waiting for some comedy, this should have you covered. Uh, It's a bit of Fry and Laurie, Wednesday, 10pm, BBC Two. Uh, Obviously a huge fan of Stephen Fry's work. And this goes back to a 1990 episode, which sees the duo demonstrate how to handle the trick-or-treaters. It's really nostalgic viewing. I don't think I need to say more. You're either into it or you're not. But I thought it was worth pointing out that that is on, on 10pm BBC Two, uh, a bit of Fry and Laurie. Now, moving on to my favourite segment of the show, it's the film of the week. It's a really, really good week for film on terrestrial TV. You've got Molly's Game, which will be on BBC Two and then come to iPlayer. Schindler's List, which will also be on iPlayer. And then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood on Film 4. So it is a week that TV is worth staying home for. But my film of the week, it's one that was really excited about coming to streaming because it had a film release, uh, but it's kind of indie cinema. So I'm hoping that it picks up a little bit more. It's The Silent Twins on Now. 
which sees Letitia Wright and Tamara Lawrence playing. It's the true story of June and Jennifer Gibbons, who are the twins who grew up in 1970s Wales and communicated only with each other. And then it kind of marks their childhood, the racism that they faced, and also them kind of falling off the tracks a little bit. And they go on this, in, in inverted commas, crime spree, which sees them committed to Broadmoor Psychiatric Hospital. It is a really excellent exploration of the adultification of black women and racial prejudice within the judicial system. Uh, but more importantly, Letitia Wright and Tamara Lawrence are absolutely incredible. If you want to hear more after watching the film, which I'm sure you will because it left me with so many questions in my mind, it's worth going back to listen to Letitia Wright on the Radio Times podcast. You can find it by scrolling back through the feed. And we had this incredible conversation about the true life story behind this, which is such an interesting case. Fantastic. Thank you very much. I have a little one for you. My favourite part of the week is... <laughs> One from the archive, not to be competitive, but, and uh, what can I tell you? So if you liked, well, I'm not sure like is the correct word, but if you are absorbed and interested by Sixth Commandment, I have another real life crime drama for you. If I say the words Fred West, I don't want you to think horrible, prurient, exploitative material because this is appropriate adult and it stars Emily Watson and she plays a housewife, a very ordinary housewife, Janet Leach, whose life is transformed when she has to act as the appropriate adult of the title for a man they have arrested under suspicion of various murders and nefarious deeds, serial killer Fred West. Emily Watson is the appropriate adult, Janet Leach, and Dominic West, I think he is remarkable as Fred West. I don't mean in a sympathetic way, I mean in a very fulfilling and challenging way. So appropriate adult on ITVX. So that's all from us this week. Please do write in. It's really helpful. Uh, we'd love to give you more recommendations if you feel we're missing anything or if you've liked something that we've reviewed. Please do email us at podcast at radiotimes.com. Now, until next Friday, happy, happy viewing. viewing. 